Hebrew Bible class session two. So um, the, this is the, the question of um, how did Jesus and the apostles read their Bible? What was their understanding of it? We talked about two different stories. One is the road to Emmaus, which um, really cool. Uh, it's these two disciples uh, who were walking away from Jerusalem after after Jesus was raised from the dead, and they because they they talk about how the women already found out, and the other disciples went and found the empty tomb. But they they were disheartened, and they were walking away. They're going back to a village called Emmaus. And so Jesus came and walked with them, and they were kept from from seeing who he was. And um, so Jesus plays dumb, and then they they say we were it was about Jesus and we were we were hoping that he would be the one to redeem Israel. But then they killed him. Um, and then they talk a little bit about some of the confusion about, you know, the women seeing, you know, there's no body there and visions of angels and there's just confusion going on. And Jesus turned to them and said, You fools, you're slow to believe, slow in heart. Uh, to, to believe all the prophets have spoken. Didn't the Messiah have to suffer all these things and enter into his glory? And then, beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted for them the things concerning himself in all the scriptures. And then they approached a village, and he decided not to go in, he broke bread, and that's when they recognized, that's when they saw, that's when they connected, that it was him. But he disappeared from their sight. And then um, later on, so they so they immediately got up and went back to Jerusalem to go find the eleven, because apparently they were, these were not oh, from the eleven uh, disciples. They were they were some other disciples. So they went back because those guys had actually been talking about seeing Jesus alive. They didn't believe until this point, and so they went back. They described everything that happened, and then Jesus was there in their presence. They get over the shock factor. And then while he's eating, he, he tells them these things. He says, um, uh, These are my words that I, uh, that I spoke to you while I was with you. Everything written about me in the Law of Moses, the Prophets, and the Psalms must be fulfilled. And then he opened their minds to understand the Scripture. And he said to them, This is what is written. This is his summary of the, the Law, the Prophets, and the Psalms, which is the Old Testament. Um, that is the the law, the the prophets, and the and the psalms usually summarize the writings, the other writings, uh, and the prophets is all the prophets, and the law of Moses was um, the the Torah, the first three, the Pentateuch, the sorry, the first three, um, the first five books, Pentateuch, uh, and so this is the summary. This is what it is written. The Messiah must suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and repentance for forgiveness of sins would be proclaimed in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. And look, I am sending you. I am sending you what my father promised. What did his father promise? As for you, stay in the city until you are empowered from on high. And... Uh, this is in this is in Luke, and so Luke Acts are, is a two part. It's a two part book. It like it almost should be Luke, you know, first Luke and second Luke, but um, 
It's written by the same guy to the same guy. And the very beginning of the book of Acts is when that gift happens. So it says they stay in the city and the Holy Spirit fills them, all of them, in a way that has never been done, which is actually prophesied by, uh, I want to say Amos, um, that God's Spirit would be in them. And so Jesus is saying that this is, this is the story. The Messiah would come and suffer. He would be raised on the third day. And then repentance and forgiveness of sins would be proclaimed in his name all around the world, starting here in Jerusalem. And you are witnesses. And the Father promised the Spirit to be in you. Wait right here, it's coming. And then it came. And so the core assumption here is that the Bible, the, all the Old Testament, because that's what we're studying here, we're studying the Hebrew Scriptures, is... Um, this is what this is what it is all pointing to. Now it doesn't explain all of the different pieces of it. It's a large, complex story of, of showing what humanity is and what humanity has done with the place, and and the, the long arc of what God's plan is for humanity. And this is what it is. It is. It is opening people's eyes to the fact that Jesus had to suffer, and rise from the dead. He went through death and out the other side. Um, and that by repentance and forgiveness of sins, we too can go through death and out the other side. And that there's going to be this spirit-empowered closeness with God that allows us to and compels us to live differently. To live like Jesus lived. Not in fear of death, but, almost, but welcoming death as we go and live this new kingdom mentality of humbly serving God. And working in his kingdom and that's I mean that's going back to all the other things that Jesus said during his life of how to live in this new kingdom um, the confusing part at the end was that instead of having this kingdom take over using violence he had this kingdom's victory and the beginning of it and the going and the teaching of it happened through self-sacrifice and death which is really hard to get really hard to wrap your brain around. Um, so Paul, um, and we also read it in uh, 2 Timothy chapter 3. Um, I'll just, you know, a bunch of uh, bad stuff happening. And right here. Um, As for you, continue in what you have learned and firmly believed. You know, um, you know those who taught you and you know that from childhood you have known the sacred scriptures. He's talking about the Old Testament. Which are able to give you wisdom for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. Christ Jesus being the anointed Jesus, the King Jesus. All scripture is inspired by God, or God breathed, and the breath of God is his spirit. Um, and it is profitable for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. And so this is saying that the, the, the scriptures are, they're, they're good for wisdom for salvation. So they point to salvation. They give deep insight into and understanding of salvation as you study it. As you've learned it from childhood, from those who have taught you, that you have firmly believed and learned. This is not a passive thing. This is not a... Um, this is not a, I'll hear, I'll hear about it once or twice here or there. No, this is, 
This is you get up and you study it. Because we don't, we don't, de we definitely don't get the studying and the, the depth of study that they had there. They, I mean, this was like, they had a, they had a Hebrew class every day growing up. Um, and, and it included Sundays because they only had a one day weekend, Saturday, the Sabbath. Um, and they studied it every day growing up. And there are a handful of people out there that have that kind of study. And, and then they drop it once they get out of school. This is not, this is not a, something that you did when you were a kid or even didn't do as a kid, but then you drop it when you get out of school. This is something that needs to be a habit of learning and study um, in order to get that wisdom for salvation through faith in Jesus. You don't have to have that study in order to have the faith and salvation, but you have to have it, you have to have that study to gain further confidence and wisdom in it. Um, and then we get into the whole like working for it and not that's that's not what this is about. He's saying study it. He's saying you have studied it. Study it. It's important and it's it's um it will change how you live. And that's what these scriptures are for. Um, the Old Testament and the New, inspired by God. And they're profitable. It's good to be studying it for these reasons, for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training. So that you'll be complete and equipped to do good things, to live out the kingdom work. So those are the two um, two passages that we walked through. And I think I've pretty much summarized the rest of what was talked about. Actually, so um, one question that, they ha that somebody had at the end that I thought was interesting was, Jesus seemed to expect people to understand this link. Um, and so he called, I mean, he called these guys on the road to Emmaus fools and slow of heart because they didn't get it. And and we have people that read the Bible and don't get it. And we have people that read the Bible and claim it as their own. Um, the people who are the, the Jews now who read it and they say that's not what it's saying. And then you have Christians who read this and they read the Old Testament and they read the New and they say this is what the scripture is saying. It's, it's what it's pointing to. And so, is it obvious? And they kind of talk back and forth, and I, I, I don't think it is obvious. I think that it takes a group of people, it takes a community, and it takes the Spirit of God to connect these dots and to make it so that we can really understand, to take off those blinders. And so it takes, it takes the Spirit, and it takes a group of teachers, and it takes a community of people who are studying and uh, and repenting of their sins and are turning to God, they're turning away from their sin and to God on a regular basis. It takes a community like that to understand that that's what this, that's what the whole Old Testament is about. That's one of the reasons why I really like the Bible Project is they, they, uh, they their, their tagline is, we believe that the whole Bible, not shoot them butcher their, their catchphrase. Um, the Bible is a unified story that leads us to Jesus. And, and, that, and that captures the essence of it. It's not every, not every single sentence in the Bible is talking about Jesus, but the story, the, the narrative points us to Jesus. And there's a, there are so many 
layers and subplots and and things that that have a lot of significance to our lives and and I want to I want to be dedicated to studying it at least a little every day so that I can be drawn into that new life that Jesus promised and talked about